0: Welcome to Pros and Cons, a show about a variety of topics. I'm Jack. And I'm Kev. And this is the first of a little two-part series on the return of sports during COVID. And this week is the MOB, aka baseball, which is coming back on Thursday the 24th and the 25th on Friday. Only a couple games on Thursday. But we're doing that this week, and then the NBA comes back next week on the 30th, so... We'll put out an episode on the 29th for that as like a part two of this of return to sports during COVID, but
1: yeah. And why not start with the best sport in the world, baseball? I mean, obviously my opinion, but... Mine too. But yeah, we're gonna just touch up on everything that's different about this season and some of the interesting things that are gonna go down in order to keep the season going. But yeah, let's dive right into it. Yeah. To start off... MLB season's usually 162 games. This time around, it's only going to be 60 games. We're not going
0: to get into the details of it, but there was a long struggle between players and owners debating on what the season would be, if there would be a season, etc. The owners really didn't want to pay the players for you know as much as they can
1: get away from. Mm-hmm. They probably would have been
0: fine with no season even.
1: Yeah, just know that there's a lot of money behind it and a commissioner and owners that, I guess, don't really love the game. Real quick, are you weird about numbers? So when I look at this 162 to 60, I almost wish they let them play 62 games instead of 60. I feel weird about that number too.
0: Uh, I don't know. Like, if it was something where, let's say it was 150 games, and then it was 50 where it's like, oh, that's a third of the games or something. Like, if it was that then i could see it but
1: true i don't know the 60 162
0: doesn't really bother me that
1: much back to the episode (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean we're gonna get the season to start late july specifically the 23rd for some teams but the rest start on july 24th there were many points where i thought we weren't gonna have a season so
0: 60 games is something at least
1: completely cool with that Sometime during the whole negotiations and trying to figure out the season, it got as low as like playing 50 games or 40 mm-hmm. something. So 60 seems reasonable. I'm not even mad at it now. And I mean, with that comes a lot of rule changes and weird scenarios. I don't even know what to get to first. Yeah. One being stadiums will be empty.
0: Yeah. Or cutouts.
1: I mean, still really empty, but are you pro or con? On cutouts, I'm not against them. I mean, I know it looks corny and funny looking sometimes when there's like a foul ball, or you see behind the behind the plate, yeah, just like weird ass cutouts, (laughs) all weird proportions or something. But it's kind of cool to see, or maybe there's like something fun they could do with it. Like if they Mm -hmm. had names, or like you can put your Instagram on it or some shit, and like someone hits a foul ball, home run that like hits a cutout, and they'd be like, "Ooh, that one got Jack right there," (laughs) (laughs) and like. That'd be like your cool moment. And now if you want your cutout back, you got to pay another 50 or something (laughs) because yours got knocked out. If it was something like that, that people would keep up with, I don't know. I'd I'd be kind of cool with it.
0: I'd pro it. I think it just visually is a lot more interesting and feels more like a game, even though it's still weird than just having nothing at all there. And it does give stadiums a chance to earn some money for those two, which I really hope doesn't go to owners pockets and instead goes to like staff who have not been able to work and stuff like that but if it is going to those places hopefully then i pro that aspect of it too and fans get to feel like they're there in a way and yeah i definitely agree that they could figure out a bunch of ways to utilize that so I'm for in general.
1: And I seen something earlier, like, on Twitter, where someone said, like, oh, might have been Talking Jake, shout out to John Boy Media, that it would be cool if, like, stadiums put, like, huge markers around the outfield, so, like somewhere in the bleachers like oh, all 4:30, like if you hit a bomb there now you just know without stat cast like oh that went that far damn that was right. a bomb like it went over this marker blah blah that'd be dope to see yeah because at least when i see bombs i want to know right away like damn how far was that or whatever so right. if you have a bunch of them throughout that'd be kind of cool what if this is just off the top of my head it's probably not
0: practical at all but what if there was something like little fish bowls of water not with like fish in them but like all these little things whereas the ball could land in any type of thing and there's always that excitement of, oh, is it going to land in this or that or whatever? Like there's so
1: many options of potential and I don't know how much will come to reality. Here. Yeah, that's a good one because I don't know if you know, like on Angel Stadium, they got the Sherman Williams, I think, bucket mm, right somewhere in left center. And if you get it in there, they like donate i don't know a thousand dollars or a million i don't know whatever yeah they could be also like charity boxes yeah it could or be something. like charity or like some shit like that that'd be super dope yeah so yeah
0: that's a
1: good one right there
0: do you think the whole empty stadiums in general is gonna be weird to watch and like how much do you think it'll affect the players
1: i think it'll be weirder to watch i'm sure it'll be super weird for them but They have already been practicing in these empty stadiums. I mean, the Tampa Bay Rays have been doing this for like two (laughs) or three decades now. Well, the Marlins, especially. (laughs) (laughs) You know, these Florida teams are just used to it by now, so they might have an advantage. But I think players are going to get used to it. You often hear stories of like players being so hyper focused, like they almost don't even hear anything. So, like, the crowd not being there is almost the same, or I feel like something similar to that. Oh, well, let me bring up what do you think about crowd noise like added in one yeah that one's strange and a lot of stadiums are going to be doing that so with audio from mlb the show too shout out to mlb the show so since there's no crowd every time there's a hit or now blah 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 any crowd reaction will be being fed through really loud speakers throughout the stadium and that's gonna be strange i'm not opposed to that Yeah,
0: I mean, the biggest complaint I've seen from it from players so far is the timing of it, where it's, like, (laughs) late or, you know, just awkward.
1: It's going to be super weird, because sometimes... Imagine you having that job of pressing the button. You don't want to jump the gun if it's just a pop-up to center field, (laughs) and you're like, (laughs) the crowd is going wild, Then it's just a pop-up, and the game ends. You know, it's tough. Like, I guess they're also practicing right now. Right. This is the preseason intra-squad and exhibition games so maybe they'll get better but I'm not opposed to it it kind of like rewards the players in a way that they're used to so like when you hit a home run or a hit you're gonna get some applause and like like validates what you did then if it was just like quiet and you just hear like your coach like yeah good boy
0: yeah I've seen a few clips of it so far and especially
1: one of them it felt like yeah this could work I could see it working Yeah, that's cool. And like, for example, we're Yankee fans, so we know Yankees game and Yankee stadiums, but when they hit a home run now in the new stadium, like the lights also flash, Mm -hmm. I almost feel like it'll be connected to that right? since there's this hyper awareness on safety and obviously staying safe with Corona, there's like a limit on how many people can touch the ball. Players can no longer chew tobacco, sunflower seeds. I think gum is okay right yeah i think gum is okay but just spitting in general you can't do spitting in general so especially i
0: mean all baseball players but pitchers especially yeah
1: spitting on your hand for traction and just a better grip so that's a no-no now there's like a napkin or some wet towel on you that you would have to use in order to get grip instead of obviously using saliva that's weird because i mean saliva is like just another consistency but using water, I guess we'll have to do for now. Yeah, and
0: even just pitchers also get a relationship with a certain ball sometimes. And there was one example in one of the intrasquad games where Garrett Cole was really feeling this one ball, but they had to swipe it out because Gary threw it around the bases, which was normal after a strikeout. But then couldn't use the ball. Colden like the new one, gave up a home run, and I'm not saying that's going to happen all the time. In terms of like that luck but i think it will throw pitchers especially off their game and just gonna be weird in general there's also like a limit to dugout space and players possibly watching from the stands or Mm -hmm. pitchers also going home after their outing and players are doing like foot daps instead of handshakes and all this stuff where just gonna be strange and some players are also wearing masks like Clint Frazier and DD but I don't know it's just such a bizarre setup and also more broadly in comparison to the NBA which is in a bubble which we'll get to MLB is
1: still gonna be traveling What they've done is that they've made the schedule to be almost regional. So you just play like the teams that are near your area within X amount of miles. So you won't have to go, you know, like the New York teams to California or vice versa. You're kind of staying within your coast or your area. Don't you think they could have done like a regional bubble though or something? Yeah, but it would just take like so much to plan. And Mm -hmm. I guess since we're using the bubble with the NBA, so much easier to create courts than create like professional baseball baseball stadiums or just fields you don't really need a stadium but just to be with the dimensions and like that's well kept it'll be just tougher just because of the size of it it Mm -hmm. would be the same thing i think with like nfl it'll be pretty tough to do even though there's a lot of colleges and shit that play both sports but i don't really know how it works and also they've been at their own stadiums and
0: cities for this quote-unquote summer camp so far. I mean this is after they had the initial spring training which then got canceled with the lockdown with corona but yeah in these past few weeks they've been playing mostly intrasquad squad games with their own team like splitting the team and then playing in their own stadium. This week or so leading up to the season starting there have been some exhibition games mostly just teams close to each other like the Yankees and the Mets and etc but they've tried to keep it contained in that way
1: yeah but another one before we move on is that you can't get within like six feet of umps so when you're arguing now you got to do it from afar and if you get I guess within six feet you can get ejected just for that and
0: baseball in general is somewhat a sport that's pretty good for you know just maintaining distance i mean most of the time everyone's spread out except for when there's like close plays at a base or you know stuff like that but i guess where are you at with the safety of this season in general
1: i mean i think it'll be fine from what doctors and scientists have been saying kind of like being outdoors is okay even if you're not wearing a mask of course, all these players are going to be tested like every other day with temperatures and a bunch of tests, probably weekly and stuff like that. So well, most, it's
0: th- yeah, it's like every other day.
1: Yeah, so they're going to be safe. And on top of that, taking all the precautions like we just mentioned with the spitting and all that, I think they'll be fine. It's also outdoors or even if it was on a dome or something, I think they'll be OK.
0: I mean, they had a decent test rate recently from like the past week, where it's like 0.05% or something like that of new tests. But there have also been players like DJ LeMayhew and Kenley Jansen and so forth who have been positive for Yasiel Puig. He Mm -hmm. signed with the Braves and then now he can't because he got Mm -hmm. tested positive, which really sucks. But I don't know, I'm still worried that it's going to spread and that it could potentially end the season before it finishes. And just in general with sports coming back, I feel like there's so much that could go wrong so quickly.
1: Yeah. It's and not like I have no faith in it, but I still have concerns like at the same time. Yeah. I mean, those are true. And even like you mentioned with like DJ Lemay, he tested positive, but within like a week, I think he's already back with the team. He played on there last. A couple weeks, I think. We're seeing that even if you are tested positive, like there is room for you to come back or just a way that they can get you out in time not to get in the way of the others and start like a team epidemic. But again, who knows? This is just how they're doing it now. But I assume they're gonna keep the testing up and do whatever they can to keep the season going. But they were
0: having problems with testing already. Like when that was first starting with summer camps where there were delays and it getting back and stuff so MLB really has to be on their shit and not miss a beat with that because it could really hurt and just have a domino effect yeah and we mentioned that some players have tested it positive so far but there's also some who have just opted out in general like you got Ryan Zimmerman who is coming off a championship so he could show right now and he's a vet got Buster Posey, also a vet, got Ian Desmond, who wrote very heartfelt Instagram posts on being a biracial baseball player right now and worth reading for anyone who's interested. Those are kind of like the big guys. Also like David Price, pretty much a vet at this point too, now with the Dodgers, but Felix Hernandez. So it's mostly older guys opting out who they have their money, they have their accomplishments for the most part, I don't know if we'll see any young guys decide from here on out to sit down
1: yeah from those you name ask me how many i care about playing or not zero damn (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's true zimmerman the man like i really like the guy but washed he got his ring i wouldn't even be surprised if he doesn't even play anymore not that he can't i think he can but you know i think he went full circle Mm -hmm. same thing with buster Posey a legend but yeah he's at the very end of his line yeah he's at the end maybe Ian Desmond's still kind of young but also kind of just flies under the radar like nothing special the only thing you don't want to see is one of the young guys or one of the major names opting out or deciding not to play
0: yeah I mean Mike Trout has been debating whether to do it his wife is having a baby in early August mm-hmm i mean if he did sit out that would be a big impact for sure
1: yeah that'll hurt the game that's like lebron not playing we're not
0: judging him if he does we're just saying what would happen you know
1: no yeah of course not to his right i mean literally his baby so i mean it's okay if he wants to just sit it out do the angels really have a shot Yeah, maybe not, but obviously it would hurt the game. This is like LeBron James. This is the Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes right now. Like, you don't want him sitting out. It'll really be a loss for the game, but it's something that I wouldn't even be surprised if players decide to do even in the middle of the season if the whole virus keeps going strong. While we're on the Angels real quick, just a
0: little plug for... Another podcast we do called Otani Comes to America mm-hmm. about Shohei Otani on the Angels, the two way player phenom. And we're gonna have a new episode on that to start off the season this week. So stay tuned for that and we'll have updates on there throughout the season too. A whole separate podcast we do. We two way players, baby. <laughs> do it all. And in terms of the health and safety stuff again in general, we just found out in these weeks leading up to the season that the Canadian government denied the Blue Jays from playing in Canada.
1: I get it, you're taking the precautionary measures to keep your city or country safe, but I'm sure the majors were going to do a decent enough job to keep everyone safe that's involved with the whole stadium and the players, but I don't know. Seems a a little bit of a overkill, but... I don't know. Now, I guess the Blue Jays just play at the stadium of wherever they were going to play, just play as home.
0: Well, I think they're planning to play in Buffalo at the moment. Oh, God. (laughs) I talk about a
1: con. (laughs) Which is, uh,
0: you know, not too far from Canada, right up in the north, but yeah i don't know how that's gonna go and that's for sure gonna throw them off even more than they have been or i don't know maybe they'll embrace it and be like this is already a weird season this will just be our home for
1: it you know yeah let's make this a true american game and speaking of just players being safe in the league trying to keep players just out of the injured list there's now a universal dh if you guys didn't know then and now the pitcher used to hit now there's gonna be a designated hitter that literally his job is to hit for the day to me it's an easy one to probe i've been waiting for this forever and anyone
0: who argues against it is just i don't really understand like it's such an old head mentality and it doesn't even help your team like it just is embarrassing never does
1: Maybe would you say this is like the most controversial thing in the sports, at least? That it shouldn't changed? be, but it kind of is. Yeah, it's something that many people want to change and many old heads don't want to. But it's time. It makes the game faster. It makes it more fun. And, and even easy. outside of like wasting a batting opportunity for the
0: most part, you're also risking your pitcher getting injured. So it's just like a lose-lose all around. And yeah. I'm just glad they're doing it this season, and hopefully it
1: stays forever. Agreed. That's the easy one to pro.
0: What about, though, the extra innings rule, which is basically if a game goes to extras, it'll start with a runner on second base immediately.
1: I'm not opposed to it. I can see where this changes the game. Many pitchers are worried because they can easily get the loss, even though they didn't come in at a clean inning but i think it's one of those rules where like you put a asterisk like if you do give up a run it probably doesn't count towards you but we saw it tested in the world baseball classic and it worked to make the games faster you don't see any 15 inning games when you already have a limited staff and a staff you don't want to injure or fatigue on a short season and it makes the game exciting like it it's literally nerves right after the ninth inning like holy shit like we <laughs> lose this right here but in a sack fly and it's a wrap the only thing is obviously your team gets a chance to do it too i don't see why not it's also the already asterisk season like many yeah. people are gonna question it why not at the very least test it for the season yeah i'd give it like a very light pro i'm not mad at it
0: yeah and this is something that came from the minors but a lot of coaches and players are not on board with it and don't like the idea and also think it can cause a disadvantage to the home team and all this stuff. And I've heard some people also say like, why do they need it in extra innings? Like baseball fans, when it's extra innings, they're in, like it's a close game, they wanna see it, but um, no, not me. Like <laughs> extra innings I feel like drag on so fucking long. Yeah, they could drag. And I would rather see this. Like it's just more exciting. I get that it's unconventional and weird, but it's going to make it more interesting for sure.
1: And again, it's not really about the fans. This one's supposedly for the players, like, right. it's to keep them safe and not get injured in the 12th inning while being tired, but yeah. real quick, since we're here, I'm also surprised they didn't try to do the automated strike zone this year. Is like, that what with they with the it? robot umpire? yeah since you know you don't want to have people close to each other with the umpire pretty much breathing down the catcher's back yeah that's back. a good good thought. i hadn't thought about that it's something that's been tested in the i think in college right or like double a AA or triple a ball and it Seems to work fine. I know Eric Burns, who is an analyst and ex-player, has said that he really likes it and he believes this is the future of the game. And it's something, again, like the DH that has been talked about before and can possibly happen in the next three to five years. My thought for years now has been, put some sensors in, get it
0: going. Like, why are we still going by this umpire system? It doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, I'm not opposed to it. It hurts when... An umpire makes game-changing calls sadly i know like many people believe the umpires don't have that power but sometimes yeah you do (laughs) and that is the case and i think last year was like the year that the most calls were made wrong by them so like strikes were called balls and balls Mm -hmm. were called strikes the higher percentage maybe
0: they just didn't have enough time to like implement it for the season
1: that is true but again hypothetically speaking yeah if there was time this right. would have been the season to do it for um, sure just a thought there's also someone's that kind of makes sense i'm like okay with but basically the teams are gonna start with a 30-man roster instead of the usual 25 but again this is all to like keep the players safe and
0: and it's going down to 26 at yeah, some it's something here. that's
1: gonna gradually go down i guess that's the weirder part but again i'm not opposed to that if it helps the teams yeah not? it's whatever yeah and there's like a taxi squad and stuff too
0: yeah what do you think about the trade deadline being the end of august with this
1: shortened season i'm not mad at that and at that point what would it be like a little over halfway through. yeah like a little bit over half it's the period where A lot of the teams should be knowing, like, oh, are we actually going to make a playoff run or are we screwed anyways? I think that's fine. It works. And it gives the teams that have a chance a chance to, like, make some acquisitions or trades. You think it'll be more or less trades than usual this year? Because also, like, even from
0: the angle of players having to move during corona, like, will teams put that many through that?
1: Yeah, I would assume it'd be less. I think only like a very few teams that see a light and like a necessity to make a trade. For example, like if your starting outfielder really got injured and now you need someone and you're doing a playoff run, then yeah, you're going to try to get or acquire player or trade for a player. But outside of that, I think teams are going to be a little conservative this year and probably wait for next year.
0: Yeah, I think it has to really be like a trade so on the money that Right, It'll make a huge difference. Otherwise, you can't do that this year in the same way. And also, I don't think we mentioned that there's no minor league baseball this year. Which, I mean, there's so many issues with the minors in general that we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. But obviously, that affects like players coming up and stuff as well.
1: Yeah. The negatives far outweigh the positives on this case. <laughs> if there's one positive that you can make out of this is that some teams are gonna be forced to use their upcoming prospects and rookies to come up and actually play in the majors that's gonna be fun because there's a bunch of good rookies coming up like the yankees have a Clark schmidt there's a joe adele for the angels you know you can name a bunch but it's gonna be exciting to watch them play and these were players that we didn't know if we were gonna get to watch if it was a regular season so that's probably one positive Everything else is negative, like a bunch of people technically don't have jobs, a bunch of people won't get the opportunity to come up or even just put up numbers to possibly come up next year. So that's going to suck. Like it is, it's like an unfortunate thing happening to an already kind of broken system that is the minor league. So that kind of sucks. Well, in general, for the 60 game season,
0: it opens the way for a lot of teams like sleeper teams to possibly either just make the playoffs or win the chip or whatever i mean do you think that's gonna happen like there are gonna be a lot of surprises
1: yeah i I wouldn't say a lot but i think there will be like one or at the very least like two teams that have a good run and i think at least one would make the playoffs some are saying like the white Sox, young team has decent pitching great hitters Mm -hmm. all young like they're a good sleeper i guess Are they still a sleeper if everyone's kind of aware and saying this? Could still be a sleeper pick. (laughs) Yeah, um, but you could say them. I've also heard the Reds mention, which
0: I'm a little more interested in than usual because Trevor Bauer is there and he's been doing great stuff for baseball outside of the game, like with his YouTube channel and stuff. So I wouldn't be mad at them making a nice run. Just even for him alone, it'd be cool to see that.
1: The Reds are... Always a pretty fun team, even though they've been kind of trash lately, but they're always like fun to watch. They have personalities. They have Trevor Bauer now. I mean, another personality, good young team. Like they have a couple prospects. Joey Votto, the God. Votto, beast. Legend has it. He's only hit what? Like two foul (laughs) balls or some (laughs) shit. And I don't know how long. There's a bunch of funny stats with him that are almost a joke, but are true. It's a pretty fun squad, and I wouldn't be surprised if they they go pretty far. I heard or saw somewhere bringing up the Texas Rangers, decent hitting team, but what makes them strong is their like pitching rotation. Obviously, when you have good pitching, you don't need that many runs. You can make the playoffs, especially on a sixty-game season. So, but I mean, the absolute worst case scenario has mm-hmm. to be the Astros winning it all, right? <sighs> Bruh, I don't I don't even know if I want to get into this, but. <laughs> One of the things I was looking to the most before the season started was the whole baseball taking, like, redemption on its own on the Astros. That was supposed to be the whole narrative of this season. Of the season. And now it's kind of to the point where, like, so much has happened where, like, that's almost in the backseat. Yeah. I wouldn't say people forgot about it, but it almost doesn't. People don't care about it as much. Maybe that'll change over the next few weeks hopefully for the better (laughs) of us fans but it's almost like they got away with it and it sucks yeah it's crazy and we did
0: a whole episode on this by the way for people who want to know more back in i think january we did it but yeah they were the villains and now i don't even see their name mentioned ever like it just i don't know it could have like sustained the whole season that's all we needed for mlb to be alive this year and it was already there had a great off season. otherwise. A lot of drama at winter meetings with Cole and other people. And then we didn't need this corona bullshit, you know? I mean, we didn't need it anyway, but MLB didn't need this to have an exciting season.
1: Yeah, like, if if there's a god out there, a baseball god out there that just knows that this season's gonna end with the Astros winning another chip, just end it before it starts. <laughs> just don't let it happen, because... I don't even know what's going to happen to the game if they do win. And we
0: are, if people who don't know, Yankee fans to our core. So obviously, if anyone is remotely tuned into baseball, they know Garrett Cole, best pitcher in the league, came over to the Yankees this offseason, was a big move. So that's looking good. This time off has also been beneficial for Aaron Judge coming back after his little injury issues. And just in general, I think it's helped the team to have time off for injury stuff standing Stand, as well.
1: yeah. So how are you feeling about the Yankees at the moment? You know, feeling good. Like you said, those hitters that you just mentioned are looking pretty good, hitting bombs in the exhibition games, which is always a good sign. You know, that swing is there. The timing is there. But also, like, in pitching with Jordan Montgomery, I believe, mm-hmm. who was out with Tommy John as well all through last season. And yeah since like june
0: 2018 i
1: think yeah and who was good at the time but it was like his rookie year and now he's back and it's looking pretty solid like really good so it's like this whole thing really ended up going in our favor in a way i'm hoping that everyone stays healthy obviously but yeah i mean
0: dj like we said tested positive also chapman
1: and sessa as well so hopefully they keep that under wraps now. Yeah, DJ's officially back. I believe Sessa was greenlit to come back. I'm not sure on Chapman, but even he should be back within a week or two, which is good. I mean,
0: Aaron Hicks did say that the whole team basically just plays video games, so they should be
1: fine during this. Catch me on Warzone, Hicks. You don't want it, but Yeah, we live in an era where, like, Twitch and just playing video games is a good way to pass your time. Yeah, and a lot of baseball players talk about how that's, like, their bonding thing with their teammates now. Hell yeah. Shout out to Blake Snell and Joey Gallo, who are beasts at MLB The Show. And MLB did, like, a tournament this offseason, right? Yeah, it was pretty dope. They did, like, a tournament between players, so pretty much every team had to play as their Right, and there was, like,
0: Tommy Canley for the Yankees, right? Yeah,
1: and... Everyone just faced each other and they were, like, all streaming it. It was pretty dope.
0: Snow won, right?
1: Snow won. Joey Gallo got third. And I think Canley came in, like, fourth or fifth, which was pretty Mm -hmm. strong. Because supposedly he didn't even play MLB the show before that. So, impressive, yo. They're, like, athletes in the game and at the game. Damn. (sighs) Did they die? Crazy. So, that's pretty much it for
0: the general idea Season is starting this week. First games on Thursday, couple going on, and then Friday, the rest begin. Thursday, also, we got Fauci, the king, throwing out the first pitch at the Nats-Yanks game. Two teams he's both fans of, and yeah, we're about to be underway. Are you going to be watching
1: that much, or? In the whole season? Yeah. I'm going to try to catch as many games as possible. <laughs> Even if it's not my Yankees. Especially just to like make up for the games I couldn't watch right. earlier in the year. You don't know what you had till it's gone <laughs> or whatever. That's how I feel with baseball. Um, I mean, it has felt like the longest fucking offseason of all time. Yeah. I mean, it is, but yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, like I've put endless hours into MLB the show. Just trying to, trying to make up for the missing Yankee games. but And you can't even same. compare it to like the strike in 94
0: because this quarantine makes everything feel so much longer so
1: super long time and yeah like you said like feels it was a strike and they're not playing the game or whatever for a good cause almost like you know it's for the players rights but the world is normal like, you could go wherever or right do whatever the fuck you want <laughs> now it's like yeah we're sitting at home and we can't even at watch home rewatching old freaking games or some shit like that. Yeah, we we need baseball back. But that being said, I don't know
0: if I'm quite like on the same page as you in terms of my passion to watch. I feel like I'm more up in the air. It's really hard for me to say until I see how the real games will be in terms of how interested I'll be in them at least for like in-depth watching, and I feel like it could kind of go either way, like right now I'm leaning towards not as excited. I don't know how often I'll be watching at least full games, I mean I'll definitely be seeing clips constantly, but I feel like there could be an alternate path where the games are much more interesting than I anticipated, or at least more normal I guess, and maybe I get sucked into them. But I don't know, the 60 game season format will be interesting and definitely
1: adds a lot of weight to each game as well. So, yeah, since it's more do or die, and I think players are also aware of it, it's like every game should be more intense. Yeah. Obviously, like losing two games back to back is almost like going on a 10 game losing streak or something. Right. Almost playoff like every game. Like you don't want your team to lose. So, every other team is also playing this season with right. the same circumstances. So, it's fair play for everybody. And if anything, even fairer than usual. Yeah. A <laughs> uh, chip is a chip. Even yeah, I for mean, 60 games.
0: And it would definitely have its own barriers, of course. Like, yeah, you're not playing as many games, but it's such a crazy, intense system of requirements for you to even be playing. And it's also a huge risk. Like, mm-hmm. these guys are athletes and it could still kill them, it could still have major impacts on them, it could ruin their career. Like, They're putting themselves on the line and maybe some will feel that it's more important at the end if they win because of that. But I think we'll see what happens with that and kind of gauge it as time goes by. End of the day, this is the current situation in this global pandemic. With this being what they have to offer and what it's come to, would you pro or con this season during corona for baseball you know obviously it hasn't happened yet but this is our kind of thoughts going into it
1: yeah from what we know at least i'd have to give it a light pro like i'm very happy for it to be back i'm excited to watch baseball again i've missed it a lot and just to have something to watch even though obviously the cons being that it won't be the same exact game we grew up watching even though there's some good in it like the dh finally being here but just empty stadiums not being able to go to the game and the 60 games having like a iffy season that people won't respect i think i'm gonna go with a like con with the hope of being
0: proven wrong just because i still don't feel convinced about that it's gonna fully work with their procedures especially because like there's so much traveling and all this stuff but if you just put aside the health stuff for a moment the 60 game format alone is really interesting to me and i have been interested in like the process of how it's going even if it sometimes feels not fully there but i'll definitely be following along regardless at some capacity so fair enough that wraps it up for this episode of Pros and Cons. I'm Jack. You could find me at Jack Boom Summer, Summer with an O on everything. And I'm Kev. You could find me at Same Old
1: Kev pretty much everywhere. Tune in next week for part 2 with the NBA's return.